Hello and welcome. You're listening to Jot That Down, where we provide you with knowledge you're not asking for. I'm Chloe. I'm Alex. And I'm Haley. Today's episode will be about movies. Favorite movies, Desert Island movies, movies we never want to watch again. We hope you enjoy. All right. Who wants to talk about movies? Oh, my God. That was so unenthusiastic. Let's try this again, ladies. (laughs) Okay. Who wants to talk about movies? Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Is that better, Mom? Yes. Jesus Christ. Well, the thing about movies is I can't think of a single one that I've seen. Are you kidding? No, I can. But, like... I don't know what I want to talk about and what movies I want to talk about. I have like distinct favorites. Okay. Well, that's the thing. We can go into them. We can get into categories like favorite movies. There's no like disclaimer, not disclaimer. There's no condition to it behind it. But then we can get into movies that like if you were on a deserted island, you had one choice, that would be it. And then we have like seasonal favorites. You can get into like, unconditional favorites okay it's a multifaceted episode is what we're saying yes okay so all-time favorite movies my top one is baby mama Mm. could have called that yeah i think that one it's just like something that's carried over from my childhood and also it's just the humor is so good the dialogue between amy and tina it's just incredible and and the music i mean yeah here comes baby mama here comes baby mama driving a suzuki (laughs) i would say i now after listening to armchair expert like i didn't really know who dax shepherd was when i was younger and it's just like so much funnier his character to me now well especially because like there's so many friendships in that movie like because will arnett is in it too right yes briefly yeah and like wait for what what is he he's tina fey's old boyfriend that like never wanted kids and he like got into a bike accident that like made his penis larger and now he has multiple kids with his new wife and then she like throws arnett though oh that's will forte that's my bad wait what i thought will arnett was in it no, he's not. <gasps> oh my god, I'm so. Sorry I know it's mom. getting. I thought about it for two seconds, and then I was like, I forget what Will Forte existed, but he was so funny on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but he's um, like in nothing. Oh, now. a Will blunder. Mm. I also love that Steve Martin plays her like creepy boss. <gasps> yes, <laughs> because I love Steve Martin so much. Sit on the table with me. She's like, and she's like, I'm oh, wearing a dress. Right, I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> Come up here. I love when they're like looking at the store and he's like, Kate, I want the store to have this, the essence of this shell. And then Rick is like, you want the store to look like this shell? And he's like, I couldn't be any more clear, Rick. And then he's like, you want the store to have the essence of the shell? And he's like, yes, precisely. Sorry, I flipped Rick. (laughs) (laughs) With a little (laughs) E-V-O-O. Can I just spray some Pam down there? (laughs) For the miracles of (laughs) Weber. 
It's just so good. I like only Uh want to take a birthing class from that woman. Like, (laughs) oh yeah, same. Nobody else. And just sit on the bouncy ball and go, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. For sure. Uh, I also love um, Sigourney Weaver in that movie when Tina Fey is like, how old are you? I love every time, every scene with her, she just like shakes off like any comment they give her and she's just like, her hair moves like this. Oh my God, it is like so bouncy. (laughs) Or when she keeps, there's like a part where she just keeps laughing and then she just abruptly stops. (laughs) Her hair's still bouncing. I forgot how many good people are in that movie. Let's not forget about the scene where they go to like uh, surrogate, person and couples counseling so they're like oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh how little way come on just, just incredible well um what's his name jason manzukis is that his what? name i don't know who are we talking about he has like curly hair oh yes eyes. it is jason manzukis yeah so when he's know. talking and he's like um, and she's getting fat, and he's getting fat, and I'm worried the baby's gonna be fat, and it's just me and all these fatties. <laughs> it's like, and I have to keep reminding him that she is pregnant. <laughs> it's so good. Is there another oh couple where the mm-hmm. they think yes. their like birth mother is a Wiccan or something? <laughs> yeah, she is a Wiccan. <laughs> Ashley here is a Wiccan. <laughs> Oh my god. You're not gonna like just... put a spell on me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so like, good. Oh my gosh. Also, Who Fred knows? Armiston is in that movie and he plays a stroller oh. salesman and yeah. he is just such an underrated actor, oh in my, my humble god. opinion. I completely agree. I love him. He's so good. As you know, There's he plays so our favorite character in Broad City, mm-hmm. the adult human baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he's on that new that new show on HBO Max. Did you guys start watching that? No. I don't what? know what you're talking about. The show, about. yeah. What? Did we talk about it? We sure didn't. It's like a new it's a new show and like they like die and go to heaven and heaven is just like the suburbs. It's like what? supposed to be funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I used to watch Portlandia a lot and that's his show with Carrie Brownstein, I think. And it was so good. Really? Yeah, I really I f- liked it. It took me a little bit to get into it, but then yeah. once I was in, I was in. I feel like I couldn't get past the pilot. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Wow. That was a really good choice, though. Maybe Thank I would you. add it to my list. It's just like a feel-good, I don't know, you could watch any time. Yeah. It, I just I watched it so many times when I was younger, and I could never get over the parts when – the baby locks were on the toilet and she like couldn't get it off so she peed in the sink i just like oh my I, god i saw that and i never looked back mm-hmm. loved it ever since do you guys have any big favorite movies that you just love endlessly do we i have a substantial list of like favorites Anything Nancy Myers or Nora Ephron, I grew up watching. Like, my mom is equally as obsessed with all of these movies as I am. So, like, 
I literally never get sick of them. Luke like does not understand the concept of like watching a movie more than once. Like I'll be like, Oh, want to watch father of the bride? And he's like, what? We already watched it four years ago. I'm like, and <laughs> like father of the bride, you've got mail. It's complicated. Something's got to give the holiday. One Harry Met Sally, like any of these movies. Yeah. I could live on any of them. Period. I will say it's complicated. My dream is to go to culinary school and open a bakery like identical to the bakery that Nancy Myers like dreamed up in this movie. And I just, I'm just like manifesting this into the universe because I would love to live in Santa Barbara, own a bakery, have Alec Baldwin be my ex-husband and Steve mm-hmm. Martin be my new boyfriend. Like, doesn't that just sound- And make chocolate croissants. While you're high. I mean, like the dream really. And like John Krasinski is your son-in-law. I mean, does it get better than that? No, it doesn't. It literally doesn't. I love her house in that movie. God, same. And like the house in something's got to give. Incredible. Mm, I will say- Something's going to give – I don't know what it is, but I'm just kind of grossed out by Jack Nicholson. I get that. I do. Like, But I feel like this – in that movie, it's like the one movie – I mean, he's definitely like skeezy and like and it's creepy. And maybe it's just his characters and I'm just like typecasting him like everyone, but yeah. Luke is team Keanu Reeves in that movie and thinks <laughs> Diane made a huge mistake. Huge. But, like, I kind of think she belonged with Jack in the end. For sure. And that's the thing. That's the trope in Hollywood is that all these people are presented with, like, seemingly better options, and then they go back to the person that they were with before. Like For sure. That's why they want to make it, like, difficult. They wouldn't give us, like, an asshole and be like – they definitely wouldn't give us Keanu. I will say that. But I never saw the movie. <gasps> Oh, are you kidding me? My God. No, I'm not. It is Wait, a fun sorry. summer beachy movie. Never watched which movie? Well, I don't even know which movie you're talking about right now, so I'm thinking that one. <laughs> it, something's got to give. Yeah, never Have saw Have you it. seen It's Complicated? No. Um, Is that with Diane Keaton? No. And, oh, holy then, fuck. No. Oh, my God. It's and with Meryl seen, Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin. Yes. Okay, sorry. I was trying to picture the cover. I saw – I've seen parts of that. Yep. Wait, now that I'm thinking of it, don't even say it. How old is Meryl and how old is Alec Baldwin? I got to Google it. Okay. Because I never – like, I'm thinking of it, and I'm thinking of Bridges of Madison County. Oh, God. And, like, she – now I'm, like, thinking of all these age differences, but, like, she and Clint Eastwood were lovers, and then I'm like, wait, isn't Alec Baldwin so much younger? Okay, he's 63. That's it? I'm, like, yeah. very shocked by that. And she is... Oh, 71. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, now I need to Google how old Clint Eastwood is. He must he's... be in his 80s, if I yeah. had to guess. He's 90. Oh, God. Holy shit. Okay, wait. Oh, wow. 17 years. I actually, like, couldn't tell a difference in that movie. Okay. This is helping my perspective a little bit. <sighs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry, I flipped Rick. <laughs> I will agree. I will say When Harry Met Sally is just such a feel-good movie. It really is. I'll have what she's having. Ugh. And, and that's the thing 
about like favorite movies is they have to have all of these quotes that you can just say all the time. I would say like that and Devil Wears Prada, which is also one of my favorites, has so many good quotes that you can use all the time. Please move at a glacial pace. You know how that thrills me. Oh. Florals for spring, ground baking. Oh. Did someone eat an onion bagel? <laughs> I love that. And then when Nigel is just like, uh, did you know the number one ingredient in corn chowder is cellulite? <laughs> oh my God. I also fucking hate her boyfriend in that movie who's such a goddamn yes. baby when she misses his birthday for a work yes. thing. Like, you're an adult man. Like, yeah. get the fuck up. And over then he's it. just bitching about how much Jarlsberg cheese is. Shut the fuck up. Right. I hate oh him. my God. He is the real villain in that movie. And you can quote me on that. I think I saw that on a meme somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no. He definitely isn't like, why would she try to get back together with him? And it's also, like, her friends are dicks. Oh, yeah. When like, they like take her phone. Oh, my God. No, I would never. About that. I also really didn't like the blonde curly head guy when they were in, what was it, Paris? Yeah. And they slept together. I oh, can't remember yeah. what his name was, but he was so creepy. Yeah, I hated his hair. Everyone thinks he's so cute. Oh, I try not to hate on people's hair, cute. but I don't. It, was he I the just one that didn't was like in his medium, that show. I didn't watch it. I never watched it. I never watched it either, but I saw commercials. Mm. He was in something. That was like commercials that I saw all the time. Okay. Anyway. Um, I will say the other part, like one of my favorite parts of the movie is all of the outfits. Like when they do the montage when she's standing on the street hailing a taxi and it's all the different. Oh my God. Like even the opening of that movie where the big black horse in a cherry tree plays. Oh my God. And like you see the model getting ready and then you see her putting on her lumpy sweater. (laughs) It's just like. Her cerulean sweater. That that monologue, okay, I will say, I have read so many, like, behind-the-scenes facts about that movie. Mm-hmm. For some reason, BuzzFeed, like, always posts shit about it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway, like, talked on the first day, and then they never spoke out of character. And Anne Hathaway always talks about how she was, like, so intimidated by Meryl Streep what? because she would, like, try to keep up the, like, um, whatever her name the- is. The- the Anna Wintour like esque personality to like make it more real. Oh my god! And can you imagine? I Meryl literally Street? can't wait. Are they friends? No, I'd be though? so scared. Oh, my I don't know god. if they're friends. I mean, I will say, and I think we all know this, but this movie is what brought Stanley Tucci and his current wife together because Emily Blunt's sister. Yes, she introduced her sister to Stanley Tucci after meeting mm-hmm. on set. Ugh, it's just. It's great. Literally love it. Okay, yes. So Vanity Fair says that Anne Hathaway went on the Graham Norton show and she talks about meeting Meryl Streep and she says, when I gave her, when I met her, I gave her a huge hug, she recalls, and says, oh my God, we're going to have the best time on this movie. And Meryl Streep says to me, oh, sweetie, that's the last time I'm nice to you. And then she went out to her trailer, came out, the Ice Queen, and that was the last time she saw Meryl for months until they promoted the movie together. Excuse me? Yeah. And she was like, Meryl was such a warm, amazing person, but they thought it would be fun to have them not 
talk out of character to like keep up with the persona holy shit i i'm not cut out for hollywood oh my god yeah i would never (laughs) also the blonde guy the show he was in was called the mentalist I got my oh, mom loves wait, that I have show. heard of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone... I never watched it. I just saw ads for it all the time. I on. didn't watch that. Jess recommended that, I believe. Mm-hmm. I Let me that. guess. You Googled it and ruined it for yourself? I have not yet. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, it's burned. really hard for me to get past early 2000s production. And that is my – I know it's a lame excuse, but, like, that's one of the excuses why I haven't fully gotten through – Arrested Development. That's fair. It just is it though. I don't know. I mean, I get it. After season three, like I won't watch after season three of Arrested Development. Oh wow. Okay. So I didn't know that. So no, I don't get it. Like watch seasons one, two, and three, okay. and then you can stop. I mean, that's more tolerable, I think. <laughs> yeah, the beginning seasons are really good. They're so fucking good. Mm. Mm -mm. Um, another movie that I absolutely love and I will just say any movie that you want to watch at any time as long as Sandra Bullock is in it it is good just hands down but I will say one of my favorite movies that just makes me laugh all the time is The Heat I don't know if either of you have seen it I thought you were going to say Miss Congeniality me too also really good but The Heat is just so fucking funny I can't she is like this shy like introverted detective Sandra Bullock and she teams up with Melissa McCarthy who is just like this super aggressive abrasive detective from Boston and it's just them working together and I know people feel a little divided on Melissa McCarthy but it is really funny in this movie is people Chloe or was divided no I've heard some people they're just like oh she's over the top and like her swearing all the time like isn't funny like that kind of com it just depends on like your type of comedy okay. that you like first of all how dare you Alex well I didn't know who she was referring to because I don't have they'd like to remain her. anonymous so <laughs> Um, I Chloe. do love Melissa McCarthy. No, from Gilmore Girls as Suki. Mm-hmm. I don't love her more like raunchy comedy, but like I still find it funny. Like Bridesmaids is funny. Mm-hmm. Do I always mm-hmm. want to talk about like bathroom jokes? No, but I'm friends with right. Haley, so like that's my <laughs> own problem. Yeah, and it's not a joke. It's just my reality. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. It's just IBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Into that, we've all got it. Um, another one for me, not that I would bring to a desert island because I can only watch this movie like once or twice a year, but call me by your name. Oh my God. For me, I fell in love with this book, like so hard. I read it so quickly. It is the only book I have ever like full on sobbed finishing. Like the ending just truly like ripped me up inside. And I'll mention, I read it when I first moved back to Boston and was living at home for like two months. And I took the commuter rail and I was on the commuter rail finishing it full on sobbing during rush hour. I was like, unwell. And Uh, you're probably, it probably made it worse because you're trying to like dial it back. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was so awful. And then the movie was just so well done. Like, Yes, Army Hammer, kind of a nightmare of a human being. But in that role, I thought he did a really good job of, like, 
playing the like American student who was just like there for the summer and Timothy just like blew me away. And oh I will God. say so good. The MVP of that movie is the dad. Like the monologue that the dad gives at the end tears me up inside. Yeah. I will say they had such good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like and I do love movies like that where it doesn't feel like there's so many little intricacies of like things they do with each other that like real people do. And it's not, it doesn't always seem scripted. It did fucking tear me up inside. I've only seen it once and I think it was so hard for me. I think I just sat there and blubbered, but maybe I'd watch it. Eh, well, Army just fucking sucks. So it's hard. I know. I know he does. And he like, obviously has done so many terrible things, but like he really ruined this movie for me because it's like one of my favorites, but now I feel like guilty watching it because he's so terrible of a human. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Army. <laughs> Talking <laughs> about movies that make me sob, Alex told me to talk about this. I'm not saying it's one of my favorites. I'm just saying like I violently cry. <laughs> um, it's P.S. I love you. And even though Hilary Swag's character can be annoying sometimes, like with her little fashion like company, I'm just like, okay, your shoes are really ugly. But <laughs> it is so sad. Like Gerard Butler dies and spoiler alert. Okay, well, if you haven't seen it in the past 12 years, sorry. <laughs> like I, I have no <laughs> sympathy for I anyone. Stand by it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he dies, and it's just, like, her, like, trying to get through it, and he sends her, I think, like, a couple random letters because he had planned them out because he knew he was going to die. And it's just, like, a voiceover of him, and she's just trying to live her life, and she ends up going to Ireland and is, like, meeting his family and, like, his old bandmates, and it is just so fucking sad. Oh, my God. This it is, like, one is. of the first movies Alex and I watched. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just have to set the scene. My experience. Yes, I will. (laughs) So so this is like right in the beginning of when Haley and I started living together in Boston. And we're like picking a movie to watch. And she's like, oh my God, you've never seen this movie. Like, it's so good. You're going to love it. It's like, it's really sad. I'll give you a heads up. It's really sad, but it's such a good movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, we can watch it. And it wasn't even at the sad part because it wasn't like a sad part of the movie, but Haley knew that the sad part was coming. I was so anticipating. already started getting emotional <laughs> and just started sobbing. So I couldn't take anything seriously. And I she ended up laughing, laughing at me. <laughs> I was like, just look at the screen. It was over the top sobbing. It's very it hard so to watch a sad movie with Haley because <laughs> – She'll warn you that something is coming, which ruins it. And then she's so loud and talking over everything (laughs) because she's already seen it. So you're like, I can't even fucking hear what's being said. (laughs) Ruins this. It was so funny. (laughs) I don't even remember anything sad about the movie. I need to watch it on my own because it was just like, uh, poor thing. But I was laughing the entire time. I will say I've gotten this complaint before because in college I was on this kick where and I don't think it got good readings at all, but I was obsessed with it. It's called The Best of Me. It's oh, a Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks, Sparks. Yeah. Yes. Adaptation. And Lauren would say the same thing to me. I mean, I watch this probably too often, maybe once a month for a good cry. And 
I would just sit there and sob and Lauren's like, I literally can't take you seriously when you look and sound like this. Like, it's just, and I would just sob the whole time. Oh, I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Else. I'm not surprised. Would Alay ever cry? No. I cry literally all the time. At a movie? I cry at Grey's Anatomy weekly. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. Kind of and it's shocking. Grey's Anatomy. I, I know. That's a little shocking. I literally never cried at Grey's except for once. I did, okay. like, you know, when all of, like, the big characters died besides George, honestly, which seems weird. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I didn't because it was so dramatic. Like, nothing mm. about anyone on Grey's dying happened easily. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Denny was, like, the only one where... <gasps> Oh God! <laughs> that was so sad. Oh my God, <sighs> Alex, do you have more movies that you'd like to discuss? I do have a movie that. Well, okay. So, Goodwill Hunting has been one of my top movies for a while. Um, I do really enjoy it, and I think Robin Williams is great. I love his character. The only issue I have with it is that I absolutely do not like Minnie Driver, which is a character flaw of my own. Come on. I know. And they dated in real life. (laughs) They sure did, and I wanted them to still be together, and they're not. And I'll never get over it. But it's a nice um, throwback now to watch when Ben and Casey Affleck weren't problematic. They and had just... a giant back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a really good movie. Um, and then honorable mentions are Goodfellas, which I just love. I don't know. Do we want to talk about that? How that's on my list, it? too. It's a good one. I fell in love because I like the whole concept of, like, Italianness, whatever, even though he's Italian and Irish. I'll let it pass. Um, but I really loved Ray Liotta, who played Henry Hill when I was younger. I um, side note about Ray Liotta. Oh, as you know, I'm watching Modern Family from the beginning, like just as like my casual show. And he was in one of the episodes like as himself. And he's like, I'm Ray Liotta, you know, from Goodfellas. And all of the <laughs> Dunphy kids are like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> I see um, you, right? But I really loved that movie, A, because I got really into, like, mob movies last year and, like, watched The Sopranos and, you know, we watched The Godfathers and all that stuff. But I thought that Goodfellas was so interesting because, A, it's based on a real story, and B, I never saw the ending coming the first time I saw it. Like, I was like, holy shit, spoiler alert, he like turns them all in and he like goes into hiding which I think is just I could never live that way like I watch that movie and I get anxiety thinking about like all the shit that they're doing and I'm just like how do people live like this I I will say it was it was really good I would watch it again like it's a very entertaining movie but I was I was offended that like that he turned on everyone everyone's a piece of shit like Everyone he's with, and I get it, but I was just like, it's good fellas. Like, there's multiple people, and he fucking turns them in. I was just shocked by it, but it was a really good movie. The acting is just so good. But Ray Liotta, like, kind of creeps me out. 
I get that. Now he's creepy to me. I don't know if like back then he was creepy, but like I thought he was so cute and the way he's aged is just so poor. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way about Al Pacino. It's like The Godfather part one, Al Pacino and that, and then Goodfellas with Ray Liotta. Love them so much. And then just to see what they look like now, I'm like, what was it all for? I will say, I think Andy Garcia aged well. Oh my God. He he is a fucking Mm -hmm. fox as an old man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also think that Joe Pesci aged completely appropriately. Like, he Mm -hmm. looks exactly the way you want him to look, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and he is just so funny. I will say, last weekend I watched – my sister wanted to watch Field of Dreams, and I was telling you guys about this, and Ray Liotta's in it, and he is cute in that, but another person that just has aged like fine wine is Kevin Costner. He is just – Ain't that the truth? Oh my God. He's just so fucking cute. Have you seen The Guardian with Kevin Costner and Ashton Kutcher? No, I don't think so. Is oh. it recent? Um, probably like 10 or 12 years. But it's so about no. okay. like, <laughs> it's like, I want to say Marine training. Anyway, Kevin Costner plays Ashton Kutcher's like, sergeant or whatever it is so good oh highly recommend you and laura watch it together that's so fun i have it on dvd if you want me to mail it to you (laughs) (laughs) i like a personal i don't even know if we have it well maybe we have a dvd player (laughs) (laughs) i cannot with you oh my Um, god another movie that i i don't know if you guys have seen and i Again, not a Desert Island movie, but one of my all-time favorite movies because I grew up – my parents, like, did not think through what I was watching because, like, I watched so many movies that now I'm like, holy shit, how did my parents let me watch this? But anyway, yep. Air Force One was one of my parents' favorite movies with Harrison Ford and Glenn Close and – that other guy who plays the bad guy whose name I can't think of. Oh my God. It is so good. And it's like Harrison Ford plays the president and then Glenn Close plays the vice president and air force one gets hijacked by members of the press. And it is so intense and so good. And I normally don't love like actiony movies, but I think because I grew up watching it as a kid, like it's almost comforting to me if that makes sense at all. It definitely does. It's just like a great action movie. Wow. I'll have to watch it. I would gladly watch this movie with you. I don't have it on DVD though. So if you need birthday ideas. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, I will say – I say the same thing. Like my parents were never like, oh, you have to wait until you're 13 to watch PG-13. Absolutely not. They were like – like cover my eyes with their hands and like keep their hands open so I could see (laughs) – They would just be, like, warning you, being like, hey, this is what it is. But I honestly really liked that because, I don't know, my parents always, like, talked to me like I was an adult. They treated Mm -hmm. me like I was an adult, and I actually, like, really respect that. But um, when I was younger, like, for the longest time, Tom Hanks was my favorite actor. Like, Forrest Gump and Castaway – were two of the movies that were constantly on at my house. Like me and my dad would watch them religiously. And I think if I watched Forrest Gump for the first time now, I would say like it wouldn't be a contender. But since I grew up with it and I've seen it so many fucking times, Forrest Gump has to be on the list. It really does because he accomplished like 
it's so outlandish that this one guy accomplished so many things in his <laughs> life. And it's every, I don't know, everyone's underestimating him like his entire life. There's a lot of good quotes in it. Sally Fields is in it. Oh my God. Sally Fields? Field? Fields. Fields. Like it's just. Mm. Um, yeah. And I will say, really? I took a film class senior year of college, um, just as like an elective. And you had to, you could choose whatever movie you wanted and you had to um, critique or analyze the soundtrack in the movie. And I was like, I'm going to do Forrest Gump because there's so many fucking classic songs in that. I did not get, I mean, I should have got like an A++ because I've seen this movie so many fucking times. And his you have the memory of a goldfish. So, so like, true. His critiques were just like so surface level. I was like analyzing the lyrics to like some of the songs that they were playing when he was in Vietnam. And he was like, yeah, like we all know this. And I'm like, get out of here. Like, don't ruin this for me. Anyway. LA. Well, okay. So I'm, I don't know. Like I'm not so into action movies, but sometimes they're just what you need. And I loved the Bourne trilogy when I was younger. Yes. The movies with Jason Bourne. Only the original ones. I've only seen the original ones with um, Matt Damon. I haven't seen like the new one with Jeremy Renner or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they're so good. And just like that whole plot is just incredible. And I watched those like a million times. I had the box set of DVDs when I was younger. Oh my God. I can't believe you had a DVD. Yeah, and I have a DVD player now. <laughs> um so good and uh, i just love it and they're like in europe and asia and all these places and i'm just like woo, travel the world it is like so i love those movies and Mm -hmm. i love matt damon i know that some people like don't like matt damon um i think he is like the perfect choice for that movie yeah i agree i have to say i will never i have never seen them oh my god Mm -hmm. Haley, we should watch them we Mm -hmm. could and we should and we will Alex, remember, and she, it was really funny, but I hadn't seen the movies, and she's like, every time I hear the tea come by, it sounds like the, like, the Bourne trilogies, whatever. I think that every time now, because of Alex saying that, where it's like, try to do it. Wah. I actually can't hear it in my head anymore, the tea. Ugh. Oh, God. I can, like, record it anytime it goes by for you if you want. I can it's just that- remember, like, us sprinting down the stairs. It's that first... Like when they first start the train, right? Like after it's been stopped for the yeah. stop, it's like, okay, yeah, it's coming back to me. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. The memories. <laughs> I remember you said that and I couldn't unhear it. Like it's just ingrained in my mind now. Oh, it was fun. Um, but yeah, I love those movies. And I also, I'm not into um, a lot of superhero movies, but I really went through a Christian Bale phase when I was younger. <laughs> Don't know why. So I loved Batman. He was my favorite Batman, I think. Mm-hmm. Even though I will say George Clooney as Batman was pretty good. So I've never seen, like, I don't know. The only movie I really liked, and it's probably because I didn't give it a chance, but I really liked Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. But I, I literally don't remember watching any other movie. Mm. So. And that's well, okay. I own those too, so. <laughs> I'm going to get 15 DVDs in the mail. Like, it's Netflix 2007. Hell, yeah. That's, like, my dream. Actually, Mm -hmm. I think you could only get, like, two DVDs in the mail. It's really funny because um, 
Casey one time ordered like Iron Man 2 and it was whatever Iron Man where you were still ordering DVDs in, in the mail on Netflix. And my mom ended up canceling because Netflix like raised their prices a ton and she's like, I'm not dealing with this. And we still have that DVD. We never mailed it back. Oh my God. So my mom has done that before like, where she'd be like, I couldn't find a DVD. And they're like, don't worry about it. And then like 10 years later, we're like, oh, surprise, we have this on DVD. Oh my gosh. That's it. Two movies that I want to briefly mention. Alex, you've probably seen these. Haley, I don't know about you. Cinema Paradiso and Roman Holiday. Um, you've never seen these? No. Why are they why would I are they Italian? They're Italian. Is Roman Holiday Italian? with um Audrey Hepburn? Yes. Yep. Um, and they both take place in Rome, obviously. Cinema Paradiso, mm-hmm. I watched in my Italian studies class in Italy. We would like watch a movie in Italian every week. And Cinema Paradiso is so beautiful. It's like this old story about a blind man who runs a movie theater where they have to like manually use a projector and whatever. And this little boy like wants to help him and like learn how to work with him. And it's all about their story and like a tragedy happens and it's so beautiful and like so well done. It's available on Hulu if you're interested in watching. Fun. And then Roman Holiday is Audrey Hepburn and she just like goes and explores all of Rome and it's just like so fun and so easy to watch. And, um, I believe it's Gregory Peck. He was the famous actor from To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in, like, a bunch of other movies. But To Kill a Mockingbird and Roman Holiday, I would say, are, like, two of his bigger movies. But, yeah, great movies. Oh. Well, I recommend. I will say for, like, well, I, Roman Holiday is older. I don't know what the other one, when it came out. It's very old. Okay. I will say recently watched Casablanca. I told you guys this. And I genuinely loved it. I didn't know if it was like an old movie. So everyone just idolized it. And because it was like Humphrey Bogart was in it, whatever. It was so good. And I never realized how many quotes people use from that movie. Like I was hearing so many things and I'm like, oh my God, like I've heard that quote in different movies, whatever it is. Um, it takes place in World War II and it is just, it's such a good story. I really do like that. Highly recommend. One movie, um, for me that made me sob like a small child. And I'll preface this by saying when I lived in DC, Georgetown waterfront used to do these like Wednesday movie nights. So I would go after work and put a picnic blanket down and then like my friends would you know later come to eat and we'd all eat like takeout and stuff and watch a movie and I had never seen Brooklyn with Saoirse Ronan and this movie wrecked me I cried like five different times in public like uncontrollably I did not know it was going to be a sad movie but it was just like so beautiful and it like really made me think like could I leave my family to like start a new life in a new country to like help them? I don't know. Like it just opens right. so many questions for me mentally. I, I was rattled. When she and Alex, I don't know if you've seen it. Are you going to watch not. it? Oh my okay. God. I'll watch it eventually, but you can just spoil it. It's, it's not a spoiler, but when she is first on the ship after leaving Ireland and she gets like so seasick, whatever it is, she's completely alone, like a stranger befriends her. Like 
watching that, I felt so sad and isolated for her because she's on her way. I don't know how long the ship takes to get to New York, but that's her first experience and she's all alone and she's young and oh my God, I was like, that sounds horrible. This movie has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. I'm not surprised by that actually. Me neither. It's like so well done and it is, there's so many twists and turns and it's just like so real and Oh, God, highly recommend it, Alex. I should check it out. Um, I would love to watch it with you. It is really Does it if it's on anything? No, you have to rent it. Mm. I actually do have this on DVD. Bitch, <laughs> 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 I will say, it was like in one of the Walmart bins, and my mom is obsessed with this movie, and I bought it for her. Oh, my God. Oh my Tell God. your mom that I watched 27 Dresses last night. Oh. Um, okay, can we talk about movies we never want to watch again? Because I have three I'd like to talk oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might have to get the ball rolling with this. I think there's a lot of them for me. These are just like some that I've watched and never want to see again. One of them, okay, so one of them is Revolutionary Road, which I recently, oh in like the last year, watched. I don't think I ever want to watch this movie again. It makes me so depressed. It is so sad. It's just like the idea of marrying someone and then being unhappy and like hating your life and like not being on the same page. Something about it was just so too real that it made me sad. And then like she obviously, spoiler alert, dies in the end because she tries to give herself a coat hanger Schmushmorshin and like oh my god I kind of forgot about that yeah I didn't forget about I that but I forgot <laughs> well no I forgot that she dies I knew she oh, yeah. did that but well she just bleeds out holy <laughs> shit but I think I it's because I blacked it out it was so fucked and that's fair because it's so sad but I do love that it's like a reunion of Kathy Bates and Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio because hello Titanic um but man it is just brutal yeah, that was hard to watch. I would never watch that again, I don't think. Yeah. That reminds me, and it's only because of the title, a Tom Hanks movie that I would never watch. Like, I've only seen bits and pieces, and it's so creepy to me, is Road to Perdition. And Jude Law, Tom Hanks, this kid who was like, he grew up to be in like Teen Wolf. I cannot remember his name, whatever it is. It's just like the creepiest movie ever. I'm going to have to look up a summary. Let's see. Um, Tom Hanks is an enforcer for powerful depression era Midwestern mobster. His eldest son like witnesses like something bad going on. And it's just, like, a bunch of murder. And then Jude Law plays, like, a creepy photographer who's, like, obsessed with Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. It was just the worst. Don't ever watch it. Oh, my God. That reminds me. It's called One Hour Photo. And it is with Robin Williams. And it's easily one of the most creepy movies I've ever seen in my life. It's about this, like, mentally unstable photo developer who works in, like, a pharmacy and he basically stalks this family and makes duplicates of all of the photos of theirs that he prints like over a decade and he keeps them in his house. Ooh. And it is, it's, it's so bizarre. It's literally so fucking weird. And I never want to watch it again. The other one I never want to watch again is Deer Hunter, which mm. my mom and my aunt made me watch. And it was horrible. And every time I think 
of the word Russian roulette, I instantly think of that movie. No. And I can't, I it was it. so hard to watch. I was like, wait, was, let me Google it. I feel like too young to be watching it. And I was at my grandma's house and my dad put it on and it was traumatizing. I didn't even see the whole thing, but I saw that scene or like one of those scenes. I don't know how often it happened in the movie, but it was so hard to watch. Well, I had I like know. such high hopes because it's like Christopher Walken, Robert De Niro, like mm-hmm. Meryl Streep, like this cast is just beyond good. And then it's just the saddest movie. Oh my God. It, it, this is... I have another, I don't know how I thought of it. I think you said something and it just struck a chord. Changeling. Never saw it. Oh my God. It is the saddest shit ever. Again, I saw bits and pieces and it scarred me. Um, But essentially it's Angelina Jolie. Oh, Clint Eastwood directed. I think that's what it was. Um, But Angelina Jolie, her son goes missing. It's like this huge thing. She's obviously very distraught. Um, Then the police bring back someone And they're like, this is your kid. And she's like, this is not my fucking child. Like, he kind of looked like the kid, but he wasn't. And she was the only one convinced that it wasn't her child. And people were just telling her, like, hey, it's yours. You're just, like, obviously traumatized. Like, And she knew in her heart of hearts it wasn't her kid. And then she gets sent away to an insane asylum because people literally think that she's mentally ill for it. It's just horrible. So yeah, never watch that. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have a movie. It's called Lock, and it's with Tom Hardy, and oh. also like Olivia Coleman and the I think that's the Irish priest from Fleabag. Maybe I made that up. Fun. Okay, it's not him. Who is he? Okay, anyway, it's another Irish guy. Irish guy. Um, but anyway, <laughs> this movie got like actually good ratings. I don't know how. Yeah, 90%. I'm Googling And it the entire movie was this dude, Tom Hardy, driving in his car and talking on the phone. Like, are you serious? Sure you're kidding. It. No, it was awful. And I will never watch it. How Ew. Much, what's its rating on Rotten Tomatoes? A 90, well, a 90% from critics and a 72 from audience. That's weird. Oh, he was the priest in Fleabag. Ugh. Stick with your gut, girl. Huh. It was... <laughs> shocking. Compelling, genuinely moving, and suspenseful. I was so bored. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I believe it. Wow. Did you have another one, Chloe? Yes. <clears throat> so this one is definitely slightly controversial, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. Um, the movie Fargo... I thought... Didn't watch it. I just saw it, like, two weeks ago. I thought it was the most boring movie ever. Oh. I also watched it in high school and hated it. So maybe I need to watch it again. But, like, I would never watch it again because I was so bored watching it. I watched it for the first time a couple years ago. And I liked it enough. And then I watched it a couple weeks ago. It's just funny. I think it's, like, so outlandish. I'm, like so crazy how everything happens but i don't know i understand it's kind of like quirky maybe you don't like that but yeah, i don't know so i guess i would watch it me. i i would suggest you watch it i mean i like it but i can understand why you don't like it is what i'm saying but they also made a whole show about it that is true and francis mcdormand but like mm-hmm. I just i couldn't she really is so intimidating to me 
Really? Yeah, like she just seems I don't I don't know what it is. She just seems really scary. She was, oh my god, I will say I loved Three Billboards. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. I loved that movie. That was so good. It was obviously so sad, but like she was a strong, like upset mother. And I don't think that's the vibe that I'm getting. Oh, wait. I think what I'm thinking of is when she was in Burn After Reading. That was like the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I that, movie that movie was so pointless. I don't remember anything it was, about it. It was so stupid. Yeah, it really was. It was mm-hmm. pointless AF. Mm-hmm. Yes. As they say. Do I have to do an outro? You sure do. What do I say? Thanks so much for listening to episode 10? 11. Oh. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to episode 11. We love talking about TV and movies. No. Nope. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to mute myself. Stop laughing. Thanks so much for listening to episode 11. (laughs) What else do I say? Can you keep that? I want her to keep that. I can keep all of this. So much. We love talking about TV. We love talking about the television. Thanks so much for listening. Haley? I'm sorry. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to episode 11. We love talking about movies with you guys and can't wait for next week. Goodbye. (laughs) Just use the first one. You have to use the don't forget to follow us. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks so much. For listening to episode eleven, <laughs> no, you gotta start down. over. You're you gotta, you gotta do starting. it. Deep breaths. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to episode eleven of Jot That Down. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Jot That Down Pod. That's J O T That Down P O D. I thought you almost didn't have it there for a second. <laughs>